This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald with great news to share with our valued 24-7 sports VIP members. As a way of saying thank you, a subscription to a CBS all-access commercial-free plan is now included with your 24-7 sports VIP membership at no additional cost. Watch all of your favorite shows on demand along with exclusive access to GoPowerCat's award-winning and one-of-a-kind coverage of Kansas State sports. Stream more than 10,000 episodes all access originals and live TV, including NFL on CBS games. Enjoy the CBS all access commercial free plan, a $99 and 99 cent annual value for the lifetime of your 24 seven sports VIP membership. It's an incredible added value for our subscribers and it's time you probably take advantage of this deal and become a go Powercat member. And remember to subscribe to the PowerCat Podcast at your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here is your PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime! I think you've started the last three weeks with that. Calm okay. down. Welcome to the Overtime. <laughs> this is a podcast, podcast Overtime. My name's Jim. My name's Jim. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> We're sponsored by the Fridge. It didn't work as well. I'm uh, running out of gas here. We're, we're doing this earlier in the week than even more earlier than more usual. Oh, God. And... Uh, I'm I'm done. So this is either going to be outstanding with full of loopy comments or Riley's going to carry it and I'll be snoring in the background. I got to give it to you guys. Last week was phenomenal on the questions. I was done with that thing because I didn't have to do much to it. The questions were so good, I didn't have to put a lot of stuff in it. And I feel like you kind of, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. In terms of quality of questions, it didn't beat last week, but it, I'd say it pushed it. These are good questions, I think. And it's all about you, Mr. and Mrs. Joe and Josephine Listener. You make it good. You make us what we are. My parents weren't exactly pleased that I called out some family members for the worst wedding ever. Eh, your parents like, they are don't never listen. pleased. Your parents are haters. I was like, they don't listen. I got called out for the pointy hat joke. By who? I don't know. I can't remember. It was uncalled for. 
like, well, I got a call. So I, you got a you got a call? Yeah, I got a call. <laughs> Gosh, dang it! Or sponsor for the fridge. Get to the fridge. Uh, they're on the road this week, but uh, next week you're going to have relatives over to your house, and they're going to drink all your booze for Thanksgiving and eat an entire bird. Oh, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving, guys. And then you're going to be out of booze, and you're going to be out of bird. They don't sell bird. They do have the uh, old grouse scotch at the fridge, and that's called the Dirty Bird by Toby. Uh, but anyhow, you can't buy, like, turkey, You but you can buy alcohol. Uh, come to the game on that Saturday for Iowa State and restock. That game will be at a time that they're going to tell us later. You can buy wild turkey at the fridge, I'm sure. You can buy wild turkey. That's a good point. Buy wild turkey. After you eat turkey. At the fridge. They don't have wild ham either if you're a ham family. I'm so upset. Are they they treated humanely? Wild turkeys, they're not. They're forced to live inside of bottles. I'm so upset K-State has a game on Wednesday of Thanksgiving week. Excuse me? Like the, the night before Thanksgiving, they have a game. In Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have to cover it. As in, Someone fits, on the as website in, has to in, do work. As in Fitz and I. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm feel really bad that you'll have to work on that. It's the greatest, one of the greatest drinking days of the calendar year. And it's going to be delayed because they're going to beat Pittsburgh on Monday because Pittsburgh is bad. Pittsburgh beat Florida State. That's what I was told. I don't know. I don't know facts. Florida State's not in. Wait. I thought, didn't Pitt play Florida State already? Won that yeah. the ACC game? I'm pretty sure they won that game, didn't they? Pittsburgh? Yeah. That's what I said. You said they won't beat them. I said they beat them. I'm pretty sure you said won't beat them. I heard you say won't beat them. Well, it won't say that when I edited it out in the podcast. Pittsburgh beat Florida State, right. but then lost to Nichols. They lost to Nichols. So, yeah, K-State's probably going to beat Pittsburgh. K-State's probably going to play at 7 o'clock on Wednesday and just kill it. And this fake holiday of drinking that you've made up in your head. I'm sorry my Thanksgiving is fun and yours isn't. Thanksgiving Eve. God, it's great. It's great. When the turkey comes down, the fire shoot. If you drink on the Wednesday of Thanksgiving as if it's a holiday of some sort, let me know. At Riley Gates. There's an underscore somewhere in there. You decide where. Just put it in. Let's stop talking about your fake holidays and let's move on to the questions. It's fun. From Wabash Station. I... I'm a religious person. I observe Thanksgiving like you should. Yeah, how do you do that? Fine, I'll drink on both days. I mean, uh, I wear a bonnet like a pilgrim. And you bring typhoid fever over? (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes, and I spread diseases to my neighbors. What's wrong with you? All right. That's a horrible joke. Let's move on. From Eric Black DV, driving to Lubbock, which would you rather do to pass the time? Count windmills, sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall, or simply zoning out? As a guy who's been behind the wheel, it's zoning out. Yeah. Guys, i got to tell you, 
Just last time K State went to Lubbock, I was on. It was right around the time that I was making the transition into reporter that goes to road games. Because I never went to road games my first That's two right. years. And I wasn't, I was going to have to go to Lubbock, and I was pretty upset because that's a long drive. And K-State was iffy. And then Emporia State basketball exhibition popped up. And I was like, man, Fitz is going to make me stay from Emporia State. Who's the real loser? I ended up winning that weekend because I didn't have to go to Lubbock. Now I have to go to Lubbock. So here's the thing. I'm not going to Lubbock this year. Last time I went to Lubbock, I didn't have cancer as far as I know. And now I have cancer, so I don't have to go to Lubbock. Bang! Kind of an even trade. Wow. <laughs> Big Look. win for cancer. Look, I hate Lubbock, but... <laughs> Shout out to cancer for making me not go on the road. Oh, yeah. I will do a. I will be doing an Instagram Q and A session. Oh yes, lucky, so lucky. <laughs> like I I'm usually do. Drive. That's what I usually do on the long road trips. I put it on Instagram because you can do like those boxes. Yeah, you know, I know. What ask you me do. whatever, so I'll do that. I might even do an ask me anything on Twitter. Yeah. Look, we get to, like, Wichita, and I have checked Twitter five times. I've been on Instagram. I've done Snapchat. It's like, now what? Here's what I like to do with Twitter on a long road trip. Usually I'm driving, but I remember coming back from somewhere in Texas, and I was writing. So I had people give me, like, the start of a sentence, and then I let my autocorrect fill it back in. (laughs) I remember this. It got to be really bizarre. I'm not excited. I'll put it that way. Uh, you have big decisions to make about how you're going, oh, how you're coming back. I've made the executive decision. You, you, you're the one I'm handing the keys to. We will be going through Wichita Falls on both the trip down and the trip back interstate most of the way. You know what? It was shorter in mileage and distance to go through western Kansas, cut the angle off. But, God, it's stressful. It's stressful. You slow down for towns. You got to pass on two lanes. You, you get into parts of Kansas and Oklahoma that are kind of up and down. And you didn't even know existed. I know. I did see Beaver, Oklahoma. What did he say? <laughs> Why? Oh my God! Why couldn't the Big Twelve throw us a bone? Eleven a.m. We could have gotten back to Wichita, Wichita Falls. Falls. We could have made it further, probably. Honestly, um, probably Lawton. How far is Wichita Falls from from Lubbock? Lubbock, like three hours. Oh yeah, we could have gotten past Wichita Falls. God, you're killing me, Big Twelve. Yeah, the night game sucks. Everything's shot because it doesn't. It's obviously such a long drive that we're not we're not going down Saturday. We will be well rested for the game. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. But God, that drive back's gonna suck. We're gonna miss every football game. I hate it. Thank God it's the last one of the year. Because we're either driving to a very drivable distance for the bull. Or flying. Or we're flying. Yeah, or, the drive to Memphis is kind of brutal, too. Or I we're, thought that was like 10 hours. It's, I mean, it's about the same 
the amount of time, and, and then it's windy Missouri yeah. backhills roads that we don't have Katie working for us to drive we us. We have officially awesome. withdrawn Kansas State's name from consideration of the Liberty Bowl. Thank you. Please respect our decision. And the Cheez-It Bowl. We will yeah. be going We will Dallas. either be covering the First Responders Bowl or the Alamo Bowl. Those are the two options on the table. Uh, you got the Texas Bowl. I don't want to go to Houston. <laughs> I'll go to Houston. I guess we'd fly to Houston. On Southwest, please. <laughs> Not United. I'm, I mean, no, never again. United, the Delta. last time. Yeah, that was that's how you Bowl. lost my business forever. The only reason I'm going to go on United is I have no other choice. Like, for example, if sometime I want to fly to Denver, I'll go to Salina and get on your little puddle jumper and take it into Denver International. But that's it. If there is only one plane on the ground in Uganda and I've got to get out of Uganda and it's United flight, I'm staying in Uganda. Blah, 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 blah. That was the Texas Bowl that they screwed us. Yeah. Well. That was the point of that rant. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't wait. Stay locked into my Twitter and Instagram on, on today that you're listening to this podcast. It'll be fun. What makes me mad, you have to learn airline policies better than their own employees to not get screwed. Because when you ask a manager and he flat out tells you something wrong... You get screwed. Should have taken me with you. I know. I know. I'm still well, if we mad taken about you it. with us instead of Mitch. We wouldn't have had the issue in the first place. So True. that is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> like the issue wouldn't have been there. From Texas Cat ninety three. Assuming we have both Kleiman and Weber around for another five seasons, what is more likely, a football national championship or a basketball national championship? It's a funny question because I think the football team is. Will be will be better talent wise to compete nationally, but with the way that the playoff is set up, Kansas State's not going to make the playoff even on a really good year. You got to go completely unbeaten. You got to be thirteen and zero, and hope there's not a couple other thirteen and zero teams where they can say we want those teams and and Alabama and Ohio State with one loss. I mean the Elite Eight team that K-State had a couple years back, was a good team. But I think the Big 12 championship team smacks that team. Oh, absolutely. So they weren't all that amazing of a team. They weren't one of the eight best teams in the country, but they were one of the last eight alive. There's a there's a more sense of chance and opportunity through chance in the NCAA tournament. Sadly, I don't think either one's going to happen in the next was it five years, ten years, whatever they said? I'm still banking on fishing in debate. Let's put it that way. I've just I've come to the conclusion that K State is always going to get very close. I think K State, if you had debate fishing, like you go out on a boat and you argue a point while fishing, I think K State'd be really good in that. Dual national championships. Yeah. From I like pickles cat. Let's talk sandwiches rapid fire. Yeah. Rapid fire. I'm talking breads on this one. Rye, whole wheat, or white bread? White. 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 Subway has better options than white, though. Provolone, Swiss, cheddar, pepper jack, or American? Pepper jack. Swiss. Provolone. Ooh. Turkey, ham, roast beef, or cured meat? Ham. Roast beef. Hold on. Like meat that was ill? And yeah, then... what is cured meat? I don't know. Like a pastrami? Or like a charcuterie? Yeah. Like... 
cured beef? I don't know. What was my choice? Is turkey ham? Turkey, ham, roast beef, or cured I'll meat. go roast beef. I'll go roast beef, too, but it's got to be good roast beef. Shout out to the Hunter's Club at Jimmy John's. Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, I might get that okay. tonight. Mustards. We have regular, Dijon, regular. honey mustard, or horseradish. Regular, regular. No mustard because mustard is trash. I wouldn't put anything on my sandwich, but I do enjoy honey mustard. And then real mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. Oh, real mayonnaise. Probably real mayonnaise, but also I don't like mayonnaise either. So Potato, potato, I like them both. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. You give me, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That was good. So basically, I want a roast beef on white with pepper jack and, yeah, it's a good sandwich. Well, did you notice everything I've said there? Is on the Hunters Club at Jimmy John's. Very true. <laughs> Down to the provolone cheese. Also, for my like pickles, cat is a cheeseburger, a sandwich. Zach and I were having a discussion it's, about this. Oh, yes, it's it a is. It's, it's a, sandwich. a sandwich. First off, you'd find it on a menu under the sandwiches. Like it, it would say burgers and sandwiches. Therefore, they are the same thing. They overlap. No, it's burgers and sandwiches. No, I've. He said that wrong. I've seen menus say sandwiches, and the burgers are under the sandwiches. Yeah, because you're eating at restaurants owned by communists. Yes! Yes! I don't think that... I was talking to Zach about this. It clearly (laughs) is a function of communism to think that burgers are sandwiches. Hot dogs are hot dogs, burgers are burgers, and sandwiches are sandwiches, and and supernovas are big things in the sky. Then then what is a sandwich? How do you define a sandwich? Because I was talking to Zach about this, right? I want to hear... I compare it it to... Yeah, you tell me I want to hear him talk first. What what, what makes a sandwich a sandwich? Uh, It's not like fried. I mean, I I don't think... I don't think a Philly cheesesteak is a sandwich. But what about like a hot ham and Swiss sandwich? You don't fry that typically. So, grilled grilled cheese mac and cheese is a sandwich. Well, it's grilled. Yeah. I mean, the bread is. So, okay, so define what a sandwich is then. What is a sandwich? It's usually what needs to be part of a sandwich. Like shaved cut meat. That's an interesting. So is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a oh, sandwich? That's a good point. Yeah. See what you need bread, and is the bread. Horizontal? Does it come from a loaf or a bun? But by that definition, a hot dog is a sandwich, no, and it's no, not. No, 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 no. We're talking about bread right now. We are talking about bread. Buns. Two pieces. Two pieces of bread together. together. But hold on, guys. We're not, we're, we're Jimmy John's are Jimmy John's. I was just going there. See, I think it's about the type of meat you put into the sandwich. Here's the thing. I can't define a sandwich. I was telling this to Zach. It's like my religion teacher used to say, what is faith? And you can't define it, but I know it when I see it. It's like a sandwich. It's like porn, yes. <laughs> that too. Yeah, I guess that's another way to look at it. I don't know what a sandwich is by definition. Because if I tell you that it's meat between two pieces of bread, you'll be like, well, then that's a hot dog. Right. But a hot dog's not a sandwich. No, it's not. All I have to do is look at it. I have to look at the food. I have to look at the food right there. That's a sandwich. I know that's a sandwich. It's not a burger. A burger's a burger. Can lettuce be on a sandwich? Sure. Why could it not? Can cheese be on a sandwich? Yes. It's not about all that. It's about the type of meat. Oh, I see where you're going. So why can't I've never once heard someone say it's about the type of meat, though. That's an interesting... 
angle that fits his steak. I don't think a Philly steak is a I think sandwich. it's a bad take. I think taking. that you made your decision and you realized you were going to have to make some other decisions about other meat sandwiches. <laughs> To say, oh, Philly cheesesteak, that's not a sandwich. I don't think a burger's a sandwich. I don't. Interesting. Interesting. I would have never pegged you for the guy that said that. I don't want to be accused of eating sandwiches six days a week. But burgers, (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) It's a sandwich, but that's not the first thing I'm going to call it, though, either. It's a burger, but it is also a sandwich. But not all sandwiches are burgers. Rectangles are rectangles are square. No. All squares are rectangles. All all squares are rectangles. But not all rectangles are squares. squares. Those are wrong. And you thought I failed math. Geometry 101. (laughs) Almost failed that class. This sums up the podcast right here. I'm holding two five-hour energies. I don't think that's good for you. I know it's not We're good not for me. We're not even going to go an hour here. Calm down. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Screams. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Chris six six two zero four, have you ever, have you ever munched on raw meat? <laughs> have you ever munched on raw meat? <laughs> this is exiting the podcast room at this time. Did you uh, pee yourself? Yeah. Oh no! All right, define have you ever munched on raw meat. If so, what kind? Define like. I don't understand the question. I really don't. Define raw meat. Have you ever gone to a steakhouse and been like, don't put it on the grill? No. I don't like sushi. I have. Inc- but I do eat oh, rare sushi steak. Count? Sushi would count yeah, if it's raw meat. Okay, I tried sushi once. I don't like it, no. but I did try it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll eat my steak rare, so that's pretty darn close. It's not raw, but it's rare. I mean, I was cooking burgers uh once and not long enough apparently yeah but here's the thing i had done i cooked them enough on like kind of like the outer edge of it so i got like two bites into it then i took like a third bite into it and it literally was just bleeding and i was like it it wasn't even borderline like raw that was not cooked yeah that's not safe and i was like i've already powered down the grill we're just gonna we're just gonna persevere and we're gonna we're, and I finished that burger sandwich. You could have microwaved it. Could have taken the meat out and microwaved it. I could have, but that would have involved getting out of my chair. That's true. That's putting tough. Putting the recliner legs down. I agree. So by that, yes, I I have had raw meat before. Um, I'm trying to think of like other ones that I would not be thinking of. 
I can't. That is so sad. I can't think of them. It's like, would a salami be? Eh, no, because no, it's cured. No. It, it had Raw means salami it. diseases, and they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm not eating raw meat, nor am I munching on it. Look, one Thanks time. for using the word munch. Also, munch, I feel like raw meat would be chew. You couldn't munch on it because it's just the textures. Yeah. It's not a munch. Like, that's that's something crunchy, you know, Here's like a peanut, thing. a chip. If you're in a situation like the story I told... You kind of accidentally stumble into it. Nobody, like, thaws a pound of hamburger, sets it out on their counter, and is like, oh, before I grill up this hamburger helper here, I'm just going to take a few nibbles off the pound of hamburger here. Like, if you do that, you're a psychopath. That's weird. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. From Danny Fab one what's the one change to Manhattan you would roll back if you could? Whoa, whoa, like we've had a change and we don't want it anymore? Right. That's how I understood the question. Olive Garden. What did Olive Garden do to you? I just, I, I find it cliche. No, I'm, I don't care. One change to Manhattan. I've, oh, I know exactly what for me. Be. What is it? That Starbucks in Aggieville. Oh, that's a good one. I'm still bitter about that. And, and I don't know if it's more I'm mad that the line to Starbucks backs into traffic and therefore makes Anderson unsafe slash Bluemont unsafe. Or if it's the fact that that Starbucks being there makes it virtually impossible to park at Coco Bolos and eat. I ate at Coco Bolos on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know where I parked? In front of Campus Barbershop. Yeah, that's not convenient at all. I uh, feel like that's a lot of Aggieville, though. I, that's pretty good. There's like four parking spots that's, at Coco well, Bolos. That's pretty good, though. With, for, with that parking lot gone. Yeah. But no, that, that Starbucks makes me mad because they would not have given that easement to allow that drive through for a local business. They would not have, but it was yeah. a Starbucks, and they did it, and it's very dangerous. If, you, if you're not paying 100% attention, there's a good chance you're going to come through that light when it's full green, you're at full speed, and there's going to be a line in front of you, and you're going to come around the corner and hit someone. I mean, and I think the city would be liable at that point. I really do. I hate that, but you know what I hate worse? I hate the fact that they sold us downtown redevelopment, and then they built a bunch of frickin' hotels. They built yeah. a hotel area because supposedly the movie theater that they told us was coming bailed out. Well, then put something else in there. They they put in a bunch of things that could have existed anywhere else in town, like a grocery store. You built a grocery store in your redevelopment area, and you gave them tax abatements. You let them pay less on sales tax and things like that. So you were taking money directly out of the coffers of the community because why? Because nobody's buying more groceries. They just stopped buying the groceries from a place like Ray's that is no longer in town, and thus you lost that tax money. People didn't suddenly buy more groceries. Yes, preach. They just shifted their purchasing into an area with lower taxes. It doesn't make sense. Downtown redevelopment was a scam, and I'm still convinced people took money for the development. I think it was dirty. I feel better. Damn. I'm glad I wasn't in Manhattan during this time. <laughs> the, the, all those hotels yeah. down there are ridiculous. 
Which ones are you talking about exactly? Candlewood, Holiday Inn Express. Oh, okay. Not the convention center, but yeah, to it was an supposed extent. to be the Garden Inn and a giant. Uh, what's the one? It's a war. It was going to be a Warren, Warren movie theater. theater, like from Wichita, and they backed out supposedly if they were ever backed in. But that's how it was sold, and then lo and behold, people on you know, power in town suddenly put in hotels. Huh? Seems valid. I think the dude that opened up the two hotels. I don't know if the, I think it's the same guy that opened both of them, but he's been pushing for hotels for forever. I don't disagree. We need hotels, but wanted to put them up where Genesis is. He was new Genesis or old Genesis? New Genesis. Up on the hill. There's supposed what to be a, a terrible like, location for a hotel. There's supposed to be, be like two hotels up there. Yeah, that's terrible. Look, that's that's pretty close to uh, residential up there. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. The hotels were that wasn't good. They both promises were broken. We were supposed to have new retail that brought new money to town on one end, and they put in a damn grocery store. And we we're supposed to have a big old fancy movie theater. Now, granted, AMC eventually bought Carmike and did the theater in the mall. That's great. The only way they can make this work for me is if they take the mall when it finally goes out of business and convert it into a place for youth basketball, youth indoor sports. And then you've got all the hotels. That makes sense. Also, I don't know who to blame, but whatever happened... To make Wahoo go out of business, I want that reversed because I miss Wahoo. I know. I miss him. What would you do about the Russians under the mall, though? Uh, I don't think that's real. Excuse me? That's real. Excuse me? I don't think that's real. Excuse me? Please speak on this. So, back in the 80s, the Russians constructed the mall in like record time. It was like what nine months, something like that. You know, it just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, like That's where last all the kids season went. on the TV, they wasn't there, and then this season yeah. on the TV it was there. And like there was a Burger King in there, and an Orange Julius. I don't even know what color Julius was. Why it became orange, I have no idea. And a bunch of kids that had seen some stuff went. And then, then there was Russians build a giant yeah. thing, and if people haven't watched, then never mind. Let's let him wonder what the hell's going on. I don't know. No. If you know, you know. Uh, from Adam K sixty three, if you drink orange juice, do you prefer no pulp, some pulp, or lots of pulp? If you like pulp, why are we talking juice, about Catholics again? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, are you are you making a dig at the word pope? Pope. I, I don't like any pope in my orange juice. That's if just you weird. like pope, you are a weird individual. I like a little communist. Bit. I like a little bit. Why? Just because it should be there. I don't That's, like... Well, I don't that like, doesn't make any fresh sense. Fresh orange juice should have pulp in it. It's uh, orange juice. I don't like any pulp, but like a couple things of pulp, it's like, uh, it's pulp. It's not like heavy pulp, but you know. If I notice something other than my orange juice in my orange juice, and if it's not beer... It's oranges. It's part of oranges. Yeah, if I wanted an orange, I'd eat an orange. But it's the juice version without the the skin of it. So, like, should apple juice have, like, you know, the outside skin of it? Sure. Uh, no, I'm not no, that crazy. No, no. Should, no, we should, like, that one. should lemonade uh, have lemon skin? Uh, I mean, sure, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of a better example than yeah. just the because skin of apples something. don't have pulp. Citrus has pulp. If there's like a strawberry juice of some sort, should it have the little strawberry seeds in it? No. But it's part of it. 
but it's seeds. It's not. It doesn't. The seeds don't carry any flavor. The pulp does. The pulp makes me feel like the pulp is a little pockets of like flavor. Dead, dead skin is what it looks like. Okay. Seven like. or eight pieces of pulp per glass is acceptable to me. <laughs> Nine or higher is a no go. Okay. Just give me, give me bush light or bed light in my orange juice instead. What's that called? A man mosa. Yeah. Well, I, oh no! We had second to last question. Oh, premature uh, from, isolation. From Chris six six two zero four. Favorite non sports related book. I read a book. Uh, no country for old men. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Sir. The most you ever lost on a coin toss. I don't know. I couldn't say. Call it. Call it, yes. For what? Just call it. Well, we need to know what we're calling it for here. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. Well, it wouldn't be fair. I didn't put nothing up. Yes, you did. You've been putting it up your whole life. You just didn't know it. I love that book. The, the movie didn't do it just, justice, but... I gotta be honest with you guys. I think the last time I read a non-sports book was, well, okay, I had a class my freshman year of college, but it would have been senior year of high school, and that was also for, I don't think I've ever voluntarily read a non-sports book in, like, since junior high. I stopped reading books. I didn't, I didn't have time for that. A few years ago, I read a, the last, like, fiction book, like, novel I read. It was, like, based in Oklahoma City, and I think it was kind of based on true events. This movie theater that got shot up, like, a bunch of staff, but, like, one of the guys lived. And I think he became, like, this detective because he was following this cold this cold case of this girl like, disappearing from the fair. But then they did go to an OU game with, like, this giant booster who ended up being, like, responsible or something. I don't remember. But that sounds so like a hell of a book. It was definitely. Sounds like a book. There was sport. They did go to an OU game. Boomer Sooner was mentioned. Hallmark movie. Probably Harry Potter. Expecto Patronum! Harry Potter? Hello, Harry! Like, That's my impression. We read, uh, we read To Kill a Mockingbird, which has been removed from schools, by the way, because people are... It's, it, it's racist. That's the point! Does anyone care about the feelings of the Mockingbird? Like it's, <laughs> gosh... I just, I don't know. I, I'm now reading on fun books. So there. I seriously just read sports books. Like I probably read the book on the Smith Center dynasty like three times in high school. That was a good book. Was, Joe Drape. Yeah, it was good. If you haven't read that book, you should go read that book, Joe Drape. And then the next non-sports book I read was was D. Scott Fritchin's book, or sorry, the next sports book I read. You know what my least favorite uh-huh. non-sports book is? The Color Purple. What do you got against K-State? <laughs> well, I do hate Power Cats, don't you know? Uh, or yeah. Oprah Winfrey. She was uh, in the movie. For oh, second. yes. We did have to watch that. It was my. It was called Fiction into Film, my freshman year of college. And we had to read the books and then watch the movie. And then we had to, like, Apparently. take notes on the movie and, like, what it lacked and all this stuff. And The Color Purple was one of them. And I had to read... I'm not exaggerating, like 200 pages in a weekend, and it was the worst weekend of college. This class sounds amazing with one change that I would like to make. 
instead of you know fiction into films it's a class where you go ride the rides at Disney World like Pirates of the Caribbean and then watch the movie. <laughs> and then watch the movie. <laughs> Because the, the Jungle Book comes out next year, and that looks great. Or not Jungle Book, uh, the the Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise, with The Rock. Oh. The first one we did was uh, in that class was uh, what's that really old timey movie um, that everybody thinks is the best movie ever? Oh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Terrible. Awful movie. The worst. Rosebud. I don't understand why people consider that the greatest movie ever. Like, legitimately, there are there are people that say that is the greatest film to ever be produced. And I don't get it. I fell asleep watching it. And that clearly is Rambo. Actually, it be First Blood. Rambo was a sequel. <laughs> were you joking with Citizen Kane? Or was it, were you no, it was Citizen Kane. It was Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Okay. I, Let's move on. Sorry to go off on a tangent there. All right, last question of overtime is from Schultz. He means it this time. Schultz M43. Schultz. What is the worst date you've ever been on? You're my mom. You're my mom. My name is Lorraine. Lorraine Bates? Yeah. But you're, uh, you're so, uh, you're so thin. Just relax, Calvin. You've got a big bruise on your head. Where are my pants? Over there. On my hope chest. <laughs> it's so... Uh, I've never had a bad date... <laughs> Damn it, Fitz. I've never had a bad date where, like, the date itself was really bad. It was just, like... What happened, like, af- like how, well, the, the events that led up after the date just blew up. Like, everything just went to, sh- went, went to crap. I almost, I almost cussed there. That's fine. But I'd probably say, as I'm quickly running through here, you know, my long, long list. Two years ago, would that have been two years ago? Yeah. It's my first summer living here full time. Uh... I was hanging out with this girl, and she had never been to Lucha. So I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Just go to Lucha. So I you know, went to Lucha. I end up having, you know, probably three, four Nancys. She has two margaritas, got bean dip, got tacos. Pick up the tab because that's, for some reason, what you do on dates. So that was not a cheap price tag. Then, like, a week later, on my birthday, everything just just fell apart. Like, I'm not going to get into those details, but, like, I burned, like, $65 and spent my 22nd birthday with this girl only for it all to just go to total crap. And she was a real you-know-what about it. Is this the girl I made the wanted poster for? You betcha. You betcha. Mm. That's funny. My worst one was probably like prom. The one prom I went to. Can you consider prom a date? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can give another one if you. No, I just like, didn't not know. Like that. I but, just didn't know. But I went with this girl. Asked her like a week before, just like we didn't have dates, and it was just like whatever, you know. And we were 
I don't know. We were into each other in middle school. So, like, this is, like, three years later, and we're at prom. But, like, we go over to one of her friends' house up by the lake. So, it's, like, three couples. I'm with her. One of her friends, I remember. I don't remember the three other people. I have no clue who they were. But it was just, like, terribly awkward. Like, we were at a table kind of, like, like there was, like, a table for four in this dining room. I don't know why this dining room table did not expand to six or eight or 12, but this dining room table had four. We were on, like, like a bar top table next to the regular table. The meal was decent. I will admit that. The, meal was, <laughs> the food was good. I have no clue who cooked it. Somebody who lived in that house. And then after that, we each drove ourselves separately to prom. I saw her once, I think. Like, we walked in together, promenade. And then I think I saw her once after that. And then me and my friends, we watched the Oklahoma City Thunder play the Los Angeles Lakers on my BlackBerry in, like, game three or four of the playoffs. Wow. That's fun. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Is it possible to have a, a, a really bad date, but you knew it was going to be bad? It was almost intentionally bad. So I can't remember what year in college it was. It's all a drunken blur. But the Pike House used to have something called the Shrimp and Lone Brow and Lone Brow Beer. It's now. I don't even know if it exists anymore. They do something. <clears throat> so uh, I wasn't going to go. And then I decided to go. So we turned this into a joke. I asked a few people, and they couldn't go. It's like short notice. So like Friday in the union, I'm going from table to table asking complete strangers to go to this party with me. I got to 0 for 10, and then I came up with a brilliant idea. My really close friend, Bob, had just broken up with a really hot chick who was in completely insane. So I asked her because I knew she would want to go to keep an eye on Bob, who had a different date. Oh, no. I knew this wasn't going to go well, and it was awesome because I saw her for like five minutes. And I got incredibly drunk, and it, it laughed my ass off because poor Bob had a stalker at the party. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Love you, Bob. Sounds like a terrific date, actually, Fitz. <laughs> evil. Oh, So evil. We toyed with each other. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had a prom. I broke up with a girlfriend, another hot, crazy person, uh, the week before prom, week of prom, and I ended up taking a really close friend, and I had a blast with that one. I was glad I broke up with her because I ended up taking a good female friend from the other school, and we had a great time. I just love that you're... Like, that just shows the difference in what year were you in college? It's 82 to 86. If you did that today, just went up to random people in the union and start, like, people would consider you very creepy and weird. Like, oh, I think they did back then, too. Get away from me. Really? It was just, I knew nobody was going to say yes. It was just like Friday afternoon, and we were a bunch of us sitting around, and they were just cracking up watching me wander from table to table. Was it a must (laughs) that you had to have a date for this? No, I just decided to go, and then you got to commit to going. You got to pay, whatever. And so now I'm committed, now, and I got to find a date. Oh. I, I don't even remember that girl's name. It was fun. Again, sounds like a great date. <laughs> it was fun. I wasn't responsible. I drank a lot. I don't remember leaving the shrimp and lawn brow, but we had buses, so I got home safely.
That's it for the PowerCat Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this overtime. I know I enjoyed it because I'm high on caffeine. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.